It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Hello, you beautiful people. Welcome to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We're going to voo tonight. We're going to talk about love, <laughs> dating, romance, and relationships with our French romantic, Simon Marcel. Bon weekend. Bon weekend et bonsoir, la belle Angie Taylor. Good evening, the beautiful Angie Taylor. Oh, hearing your voice, the French accent, I love it. Thank you. And Thank the you. French, not just the accent, but the French, <laughs> straight up French. Go to each other. Yes, yeah, so we are taking calls on love, dating, romance, relationships. We are here to give advice. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are not doctors. We are not therapists. We are your besties in That's your it. love life struggles. So if you have anything you want to discuss with us, please hit us up tonight, 855-905-8255, simonandangie.com as well. Simon. Yes? I want to get to, you had a date. I had a wonderful date. An interesting date. Wonderful and interesting with a dilemma. There's a dilemma. There's a dilemma. Will there be a date number two? I hope so. <laughs> you I'm do hope sure. so? Well, I don't have the date number two yet, so i got to ask your opinion about what happened. Okay, so the, something the, went down. Something was a bit different okay. during that dinner. It was wonderful, though. So. All right. Well, we're, we're going to find out about Simon's date when we come back next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You're listening to The Rendezvous tonight with Simon and Angie. Love, dating, romance. Mm. Relationships. Yes. All the ooh la la here tonight. <laughs> Simon, I want to talk to you, our single man, uh-huh. our French romantic. You had a date? <laughs> I love the way you say it. Yes. I, I don't mean it like that. No. Like, oh my God. I meant you had a date. I had a wonderful date. You did. I had a wonderful date. Let me tell you what happened, and then I want to get your perspective. You, you had a wonderful date. Caveat. Caveat. What happened? <laughs> something happened. So we go to dinner a couple of days ago, um, and the dinner's going really well. Uh, you know, we ask her questions. She asks me questions. Small talk. Small talk. Dating easy conversation. Breezy, yeah, yeah. Another glass of Bordeaux. Mm. And yeah, some Evian, of course. <laughs> For you. For bread uh-huh. and butter. And anyway, so after a while, by the end, I change seats. So instead of, because I like change seats. So instead of sitting in front of her, I sit on this banquet next to her. Okay. Right? And uh, I grab her hand very delicately. And continue to date, you know, like that, like that. Like, uh, You're rubbing caressing, her hand, caressing. A little bit, and she carries it back. Okay. Which I think is a very good sign, of yes. course. I like when there's caressing back. Sure. So with all this caressing going on, she suddenly said to me, I got two little questions to ask you. Uh, uh, oh, oh. <laughs> and this is the first date? First date. Okay. First time, first date. What are these two little questions? Well, two little questions I've been discussing with my mom. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. She goes, I want to know why you've never been married. Oh boy. A, and B, um, do you want to have children? Oh. Now, just for the record, if you don't know what I look like, I don't look like I'm 25 years old, so I understand because I'm in my late 40s, so I get it. I get that you have those questions maybe in your mind, but you don't ask those questions at a first date, I feel like. And, and see, then it becomes a very conditional date. Where you're not really getting to know each other because based on your answers, your answers are conditional as to whether or not she wants to move forward. So now you're put in this defensive position of, oh my gosh, if I don't answer right, because this is on her mind, she wants to hear something from me. I don't know what she, what my answer should be to make her happy. 
And it's you're putting somebody on the spot immediately when it should be more relaxed and casual. So I made a joke and I said, is it what you want to know or is that what your mom want to know? Because I want to know that. Who wants to know what? Even her saying her mom wants to know is bad. Like, so I would be more said, okay if she said, I'm curious. But the fact that her mom is, like, why is mom already so she, involved? She said her mom is her best friend, loves her mother, very close to her mother. And... Um, she said, you know, in the past, men have strayed, men have this, men have that. So um, I said to her, that, why don't we get to know each other and then go from there? I really kind of went that direction. Um, Was she your age? No, younger. Younger. Uh-huh. Did you ask her why she has never been married? No, I haven't asked her that. Was she in her 30s? Yeah. Okay, so do you know if she ever has been married? She's never been married. Do you feel a certain type she of way? She dated a younger man, younger than her. Uh-huh. So she is, with me, it's like she said, she said very bluntly, she said, this is the opposite side of the spectrum because my last boyfriend of three years, you know, was two years younger than me or three years. Mm-hmm. Right? And stuff happened and all that. And now she's back in Chicago and looking for love. I'm looking for love too. So that was an interesting thing. The realism of all of that takes away some of the romance. Yeah. I mean, really, because before you even decide whether to ask this question, you should get to know each other a little bit. I agree with that. But I also want to know if there is some sort of um, stigma attached to that. If you see a man Simon's age in his late 40s, do you feel like uh, do you have any questions if they have never been married or you don't care? Because I feel like for women, if you were on a date with a woman in her late 40s, there's going to be questions. But I would never dare as a gentleman no, to no. ask a woman those two questions. Do you judge ever. someone if they've never been married at a certain point in their life? That's what we're going to ask next. We're going to go to the phones. 855-905-8255. It's the Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. If someone says to you, I'm in my 30s, I'm in my 40s, I've never been married, is there judgment? Simon went on a date. Yes. Um, Simon, late 40s, the girl you were on a date with said, why have you never been married? There's a little bit of judgment there, I feel like. So let's go to the phones, 855-905-8255. I want to pick up Point Pleasant, Ohio, listening on 101.5 The River. Here's Jamie. Hey, Jamie. Bonjour. Hi. How are you? We're good. Uh, Do you feel that that there's some sort of judgment or stigma that goes along with being in your 30s, 40s, never married? Well, I definitely think it depends on gender, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, Like for, yeah, for women, that's definitely, you know, it turns into spinster status at a certain point. Like, you must Um, be crazy. Why have you never been married? You know, like what's going on? Exactly. And they try to joke when they're asking, but you you know what they're kind of thinking and joking about. Right. But when it comes to men, initially I'd be like, oh, you know, what's wrong with you? Like, that's what you, you know, think at first. Everybody think what's wrong instead of thinking maybe what's right. What is right? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I feel like maybe someone knows what they want and they haven't found it yet. That, Jamie, is the unspoken. That is the misunderstanding. That is exactly that. You feel what's wrong with you, Simon. You haven't been married yet. Instead of maybe what's right with you, you're taking your time to find the love of your life. But there is a stigma, and maybe it's justified one because women don't no. want to waste time. Maybe. We need to change that narrative because I feel like... It should be what's right because, hey, maybe you're a little bit more cautious with who you're going to spend your life with. If you're somebody that yeah. wants to get married, maybe people with the divorce rate being what it is should be a little bit more maybe. protective. So thank you so much, Jamie, for your call yes, and your thanks. perspective. Thanks, Jamie. Absolutely. Thank you. Simon, thank you're doing you it right. <laughs> All right. More Rendezvous with Simon and Angie next.
You're listening to The Rendezvous tonight with Simon and Angie. Simon, we were just talking about... Um, you know, judgment yes. on someone who's older and never been married. Uh-huh. It's different for men and women. Mm-hmm. You're in your late 40s. Mm-hmm. Probably wouldn't really think very much about you still being single, never married. Women right. might have, there's a double standard there. Like, what's wrong with you? Yeah. Are you crazy? Uh-huh. <laughs> like, what's, exactly. Why didn't anybody bag it up? So let's talk about the opposite, though. What about if you, Simon, yes. were on a date with somebody. Let's say you're on a date with somebody who's 30 years old already divorced twice would you have judgment would you feel a certain way what would you think immediately initial reaction honestly i am raised to not judge on those past things unless it's criminal or that wouldn't be any kind of red flag no because it's called the mistake of the youth all of us when we're young whether we get married don't get married makes so many mistakes right so if somebody i meet somebody and she said simon i've been divorced twice and i'm let's say 31 32 it would not bother me because I think she would have learned a lot from the first two marriage and divorces, and I would feel she's more mature now and more ready in a way for me. Would you be curious though as to why yeah, they ended? I would be curious. Would, I would you want ask? to know what she's learned? I would ask like that. I said, "What, what you've learned? What have you learned from the two marriages, two divorces? What's the lessons that you don't want to repeat?" And that's what I would ask. I'm wondering if. You know, if it's a female who's been divorced twice yes. when she was younger or a man being divorced a couple times when he's younger, is there a double standard there? Um, oh, that's a you good know, question, because Angie. Women are a little bit more, I don't know, impulsive with romance and yes, swept up in the moment. Oh my gosh, this is a ring. But a man that has a couple of times in his 20s been like, I want to marry you. I want to marry you. I want to marry you. It's the infatuation process maybe, sometimes. Maybe different. So let's talk about that next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You got the rendezvous right now with Simon and Angie. We're talking about relationships that, you know, you you get into something new with someone. Um, You know, we've been talking about dating somebody that's never been married Uh and the questions that come up there. Dating somebody that has been married many times and the questions that come up there. Mm -hmm. I want to talk about Ariana Grande and her new fiance, uh, Pete Davidson, who dated three weeks and are now engaged But before that, they'd both been in relationships that were two years plus. Yeah. And as soon as they get out of these two year plus relationships, three weeks later, boom, they're engaged to the next person. What is going on there? Is that a rebound of extra proportions or maybe they just found the loves of their lives? What do you think that is, Simon? So I'm a romantic, so I hope it's true love for them. I mean, that's that's my hope and my wish to both of them. And then the men of experience that I am in my late 40s feel, you know, it's speed of light. And how much do they know each other? Nothing. You do not know somebody in two weeks. You might have this infatuation. You might even have the spark of love. Mm -hmm. But how well do you know somebody in two weeks? That, I just don't get it. Yeah. Um, Jill, we were talking about this whole situation off the air, our producer Jill. Yeah. Have you had this experience where you date someone for a long time and then you find out two weeks after you break up they're engaged? Yeah, I actually, my ex, I was with him for three years. We had kind of like a messy breakup. And then about a month later, I found out that he was engaged to somebody else. Already? Yeah. Um, so um, that's that was my question about Ariana and Pete's exes. Like, what's going through their head? Are you Were you thinking at that time, oh, my God. 
Like, this is so obvious that he's on the rebound and trying to show that he, you know, like, he's okay. What was your thought? Yeah, I was like, obviously, he can't live without me. He had to replace me quickly. That's ah! what I was thinking. In- <laughs> instead of he can't live without anyone, he replaced me. That's exactly. the difference. Without anyone. With anyone, not just you. With anyone. But I think it was just me. He, he can't be alone. Can't be alone. Can't be alone. But it was, obviously, in this case, it was about <laughs> Jill. Just me. Obviously. But for everybody else, it's a thing of... I can't be alone. I can't function without somebody else. You know, my mom who's been married 52 years just visited me and we talked about that and she said in her experience that only after 18 months or two years do you really start the love process, the deep love. And until then... Really? Yes. She said you are, you know, just... The passion is so high. that Honeymoon phase. Yeah, and she said that hides many of the character flaws or qualities of your partner because the ooh-la-la, the kissing, the romance, the hand-in-hands, chick-to-chicks, the the long walks, all of this makes the times feel so romantic. And at one point, she said, after two years, the deep love roots and grows, or do not. And and she gave me that lesson. She, She worked for my parents, and she said she would advise me to do the same. Which so you should date for two years, and then after that you know because you not to mm. pass the passion, the infatuation, and the magicula that happens at the beginning, and then slows down. I always feel like when someone jumps into a real quick, very serious relationship right after something long term, like with Jill's situation or here Ariana and Pete, that at some point your ex is going to call you up and be like, oh my God, what did I do? Jill, did he ever call you? He did call me one time. And See? he was like, how are you? Yeah, he definitely did call me. So he was snooping Checking around, sniffing in. around. to mm-hmm. No, he was sniffing around to see if you were still interested. Yes. Because he was up to something. He was up to something. Mm-hmm. Did you get heartbroken when he, you realized he, he replaced you in a month? I mean, I wasn't heartbroken. I was just kind of like, what on earth? Like, I, I would think... What is going on? Mm-hmm. Like they are, they're having issues. Yeah. If I, if they're this fast into somebody else, this isn't about me. This is about them. But if if I dated a woman for three years and she replaced me in a month like that, I would want to puke or throw <laughs> you up. You want to puke? I, because I, why? Because I would feel I mean so little to her. No. That she like that. I would feel even bigger to that person. I would Why? feel like I would feel like they're so devastated by losing me that they had to just jump right in with somebody else to forget the pain. That's what I felt like. Yeah. That's a different maybe. I got yeah. you. I, okay, well. Or I maybe will. that's what I just have to say no, to myself I mean, to make me feel better. Yeah, to feel better, I would say that. But I would just think, you know, I don't matter much in the scale of love. She replaces me. You mattered. You mattered so much that the idea of sitting alone in her house every night thinking about that was killing her. She had to distract herself with somebody else. And there was somebody else right there. So let's just jump in so I don't have to think about what I just lost. Mm-hmm. I, hope you're, I hope you're right, Angie. That's crazy. But I'm not work. sure that's the fact. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do something fun, Simon. We're going to play our favorite game, Date or, or dump. dump, next. You're listening to The Rendezvous tonight with Simon and Angie. Uh, SimonandAngie.com yes, as well. indeed. You can see everything Rendezvous there, all the ooh-la-la online, and also that's where you can send an email for anything, uh-huh. for advice, for a Bonjour Simon email, if you need advice from Simon, 
Or oh, well, you, I mean, all of us. Yes, but you know, I love specific emails like this one. It's our date or, or dump. dump email. Somebody needs advice on whether they should stay or just go running. Um, this comes to us from Zach, listening in Robinson, Texas, on Mix One Hundred Four Point Seven. Hello, Simon. Hello, Angie. Need your perspectives. Mm-hmm. Been dating this girl for a few weeks now, and up until this point, I've paid for all our dates, which I have no problem with. Mm-hmm. Earlier tonight, we went out to a restaurant, and when the bill came, she told me she would offer to pay, but she's, quote, broke as a joke. (laughs) She went on to say that she's really bad with money and that life is short, so she'd rather spend her money on things she likes, like new clothes and shoes, rather than pay her bills. Um, She seemed to think it was no big deal, but it's really concerning for me. I like her, but now I'm not sure if dating her is a good idea. What would you guys do? Should I date or dump her. So she's more concerned about spending money on frivolous than paying her bills. And I would be concerned as well. It seems like um, there's a, an irresponsible undertone to the way she's living, Simon. So uh, we got to give Zach some advice uh-huh. on to date or dump. I want to hear what you would say if a woman sat down and said that to you after a few weeks of dating when we return yeah. on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. We're doing a date or dump email that came into simonandangie.com. Yes, we are. Zach needs our advice. Says, I've been dating a girl a few weeks. I pay for all the dates. I'm cool with that. But earlier tonight we went out. And she said, I would pay, but I'm broke as a joke. I am bad with money. I'd rather spend it on clothes, shoes, than pay my bills. And now he's freaked out. Simon, what do you say to Zach? Should he date or dump her? If I was sitting in the shoes of Zach and a woman um, would tell me that, he would immediately raise a red flag. Because in relationships, you and I know, Angie, that one of the biggest problems is money. Mm-hmm. So if you are okay, Zach, with a woman who's going to be very frivolous with the money, very joie de vie, very I'll buy shoes, not pay the rent. Well, it doesn't seem like no, he's cool like with it. Yeah. But if you were good like that, you could continue to date. If, like me, you're more careful with all that, then I suggest that you stop right here, right now. Because there's two psychology in life, Angie. There's people who don't care, live in the present here and now. And, you know, never have a dime, but live a very freestyle life. And that's fine and if that's you're the fine. same way. Especially if you're in your 20s. But then there's other people who feel safe and they can mm-hmm. grow a relationship only if the tree and the roots are safe and it's solid. But, but you're saying date or dump for him. He seems uncomfortable. I said dump. I say dump as well. Z- Zach, I'm sorry because I, I usually try to push towards love. But this time I'm going to save you a lot of money. If you're not paying your bills... There's a million other problems that are going to arise. Oh, my gosh. So there's an irresponsibility thing happening here. So I say dump as well. And I said dump. And I've been in his shoes. And it's already bugging him now. Three weeks in, it's going to only Imagine get worse. three years later. Exactly. So, uh, Zach, dump. Okay. Dump. And move on. Yes. Simon, I want to talk more about the money issue. Has anybody brought that up for you? Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't pay my rent. I have rent. some fun stories. That's then. next. Okay. On the rendezvous. Welcome back. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon, we just uh, had a date or dump email that came into simonandangie.com from our listener, Zach, saying, I've been going out with this girl. Now she's telling me, I don't have any money. I'm broke as a joke. I don't pay my bills. Have you had women, Simon, in your illustrious storied dating career that have straight up said, can you pay for this? Can you pay for that? That has happened, if I'm honest, 
80% of the no, time. No, 80%? So if I Ooh, did it, 10 women, 8 of them would ask me, went from help me with the gas tank, help my mom, she's sick, she needs a new something. Help my sick mom? Yeah, that has been a big one. Um, wow. Help, you know, crying. The rent is, is due. I, I just had a bad month. Wow. I think I would probably do illegal things on the street before I would ask somebody that I was trying to impress and, uh, you know, date for money. I know, but sharing <laughs> is loving also. So if one has the possibilities, so I've always believed that sharing is loving. Are these people that you're in relationships with or people you've been on a few dates with, though? People you've had ulala with, people that have, you know, you, you're starting the so relationship. is this a relationship or like a date? No, 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 no. Like I said, <laughs> a few months. clarify. A few months in. A few months okay, in. Okay, a few months. Something usually happens. Of course. Something happens. Oh, something always happens. And you go to dinner. Oh and my gosh, sadly, an earthquake hit my house only. A lot of anxiety, yeah. a lot of tears, and then, you know, oh, and yeah. you want to help. My mom was struck by lightning. But I would like to say something. Yes. That out of the last 20 years of dating, one beats the world of record and asks me, Bluntly, if I would buy a house in Ibiza, which is an island off of Spain. Ibiza. And she said, she said, I love Ibiza, Simon. I know you don't like to go to Spain because you're always in America, but if you would be kind enough to advance the money and buy me a two-bedroom house. What? Yeah. Why did she think it she was, was entitled of, to a I house? Just, I, I, a house? A house. She And she sent me <gasps> a link with the house. You know what you should have done? You should have bought her like a little... Like, you know, the, the model Gosh. houses, like a little like cardboard house and see here, put this in Ibiza. Here's the house I bought for you for Ibiza. I just, I, to this day, that's no one obnoxious. has ever. Yeah, and I you mean, don't have kids together, nothing. No, 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 no. It was just a couple months later we started dating. Wow. And she said it would be wonderful for us. It's not, so it'd be wonderful for you. They straight up ask. Straight up. That's it. I don't know what the difference is between men and women with that because I've dated men who, you know, were in college or in between jobs. Yeah. You know, Jill and I were just talking about this off the air. Men don't really straight up ask usually. I feel like it's a pride thing more with you. Um, but I've had long sob stories, which they've done everything but ask. There was one guy I was dating uh -huh. who I was super into and he was... A little bit standoffish with me, which maybe was why I was more inclined to help, but told me this whole sob story about I'm going back to school and I'm in, you know, this graphic design and they only have a certain computer. It's this Mac that has the CAD or whatever, it is, like the certain yeah. program on a Mac and I can't afford it. I went and bought him this. I think at the time it was like a $3,000 computer, which wow. for me, I was only for in my anyone. 20s. Yeah, and I, had, I didn't have a lot of money. I believe I probably put it on like loan. And I did that even though he didn't ask. But I knew that he wanted it and I got it for him. You know, we went on a couple more dates, never heard from him again after that. That's a shame. But, but, but at the root of it, it's somebody wants something from you. From the get-go? Yeah. And then they ask you, I've been asked by a rich woman to replace, she had a Porsche 911. Mm -hmm. she, she had no money to replace the four tires. I mean, like that. I'm, uh, that's and, crazy. And she couldn't come and, and all How that. do you have that car and not be able to yeah. replace parts? I mean, the lies. <laughs> and then two years later, she still have the Porsche 911. I saw hey, You the, know what you do? You sell tires. the Porsche. It's, and then you can like buy a Hyundai or a, like a little tiny car yes. or you get yourself a bus pass or whatever it takes. You sell but it because if you can't afford a tire for your car, you can't afford the car. I know. Sell it, the car. It was all lies, Angie. Yeah. All I agree. lies. Ugh. I'm uh, so yeah, sorry yeah. that you.
went through that. I would never it's do that right. to you. Um, <laughs> I know. There are these new shoes that I'm really eyeballing uh, over at Louis Vuitton. Louis Vuitton. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, kidding. When we come back, let's go to the phone, Simon. People need advice on the rendezvous tonight, 855-905-8255. What's going on in your love life? We're going to help you out next. You're listening to The Rendezvous, Lucky You, with Simon and Angie. <laughs> Love dating, romance, and relationships. We're taking calls if you need advice on any of those subjects. Whatever you want to talk about, 855-905-8255. Let's pick up the line in Beverly, Illinois, listening on 93.9 Light FM. Here's Allie. Hi, Allie. Bonjour. Hi. What's going on, Allie? Well, I, I need some advice, and it's just like this thing that I think is so silly, but my it's like the end of the world for my fiancé, and I just need some help. Okay. I'm like really stressed out because we're getting married in like six months and it's time to like get the guest list under control and like invite people. And there's this one guy and he is an investor at my work. His name is Jason and my fiance hates him. Why does he hate him? He just has this raging jealousy over him. There is no one else in the world that he is upset over my relationship with. But like Jason is like an investor, a friend of mine, right? I have not had any romantic relationship with him ever nothing right like he is an investor so politically i need to like keep him maintain a relationship of a business side yes but you yeah. have a person is he single this jason guy he's got a girlfriend he has is a he, girlfriend okay. that he's totally in love with is he good looking super hot I mean, he's kind of good looking but like i'm not into him at all i'm not trying to figure all. out where the insecurity is coming from there was this one time where like so Jason really likes to garden and I like to garden and like we had this like plant exchange happen and oh. I brought these plants home once that Jason had given me, but like that's oh. what we do. And your fiance took fiance it as another dude is giving you flowers or something, right? Yeah, right. He flipped out. Like he took them out of my hands and like threw them away. And I was just like, what? You're like overreacting. Okay. All right. And I, wow. and you want to invite him to the wedding? I need to invite them to the wedding, right? You I need work in the wedding to. industry, okay. and it's like important that I invite the people who, you know, are my higher ups. All right, we have to take a quick break. Can you hang on with us, and we're going to give you some advice oh. on what to do here with your fiance and we have solutions. Sure. That's next on the Rendezvous. Welcome back to the Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We have our listener Allie from uh, Beverly, Illinois, on the mm. line. Allie, thanks for staying with us. You're getting married in six months. Congratulations! Yes, congratulations. Thanks. Your fiance is super irritated that you want to invite a business um, partner, I guess, or a, bin- a business uh, uh, somebody that you work with to your wedding. He's jealous of this guy, and you really want him there. Yes. Why do you? I mean, why is it so important that he's at the wedding? I work in the wedding industry. This is an investor in the company. He is a friend of mine. There's no romance. It would be a bad move if I okay. did not invite him. Like, are I'm there other his colleagues? Are there other colleagues of yours that are yes. going to be at? Okay, so Simon, there what advice colleagues? do you have for Ali? I think I think I have a good solution. You mentioned that this man, this investor, has a girlfriend. So invite both of them. Is that what you're doing, Ali? I, yeah, and the girlfriend is a friend of mine, and also mm-hmm. my fiance likes his girlfriend, so it's just like, but he's really adamant about not including Jason. So, and weird. I so you want to? Inv- yeah, it's very strange. So that I mean, I would I, listen. I would not try to get to know more about this right now. Six months before, obviously, he's overreacting, or you're, you're not telling us something. It's either way. Someone is either overreacting or yeah, he's the, he's reacting a, a very abnormal way. There's got to be something more going on. 
The only thing he's ever said is that he didn't like the way that Jason shook his hand the first time they met. And, like, we, mm. we got into a fight about it then. And, like, he just thinks that Jason is trying to get in my pants. And I just keep on telling him he's not. Like, what do I do Does she to, like, invite him? Charlie that it's the right thing to invite him? I mean, listen. I mean, I think that it'd be easy rational. So I would invite him with his girlfriend. So you say invite. For now, yeah. Let's I, see if he can swallow that pill. I have complete opposite uh, advice. I say don't invite. We're going to let you off the line because we have to take a break, but I want you to listen to what Simon and I discuss about this next. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie tonight. Love, dating, romance, relationships, weddings. <laughs> um, Simon, I want to keep talking about Allie, who we just spoke with. She's getting married in six months. Her fiance is very, very adamant that he does not want a certain dude she works with, this Jason dude, at the wedding. There's no real reason for it. He just says, I don't like that dude. Simon, you said you should invite the guy because she really wants him there. I said I don't go with what's irrational. And at this stage, since they have a little time left, I would invite him and his girlfriend together. He's not coming alone. He's not coming to hit on you. He's coming with his girlfriend. He has his own thing, his own life, his own love story. He just want to be a good friend. And then let's see if your boyfriend can, fiance can get over it. But at least I would do the first invite. Yeah. Yes. I don't think she should invite him. Okay. And here's why. Her fiance is definitely being irrational. I agree with you there, Simon. He has no reason to hate this guy. He, he, he doesn't like the way he feels about him. And it makes him uneasy. I don't want on my wedding day for my husband to be to feel anything but happiness, comfort, love, family, friends, stability. Like just I want him to be so happy. I don't why do I want to start a fight about someone I work with six months ahead of time? Because it's not about the person, it's about rational. And it's about being normal. Well, sometimes our feelings are very irrational. We can't help the way we feel. True. We feel what we feel. True. Feelings are not rational True, most Angie. of the time. But then the question I ask, do you, if, I mean, so far, the information we got from Ali, neither you and I could find out the why he's so upset about him. I don't even think it and, matters, the why. It's well, just the fact that her, so I'm gonna tell the you guy something. that is getting married doesn't feel comfortable with somebody coming to his wedding. So I don't think the why matters in this case. If it were a party, Angie, if it were something else, I would be like, yeah, well, get over it. But it's his wedding day. Angie, let's say it's you and I. Yeah. And let's say that you husband says, let's say you're not married yet. Your fiance says, I don't want to invite Simon. What do you do? You don't invite me? Oof. Why you got to go there? Because I'm going there because I'm inviting okay, you. Okay, here's the thing. So if I'm, I'm, Here's the thing, though. My, okay. My husband's comfortable with you. Well, no, 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 no. You my just, husband loves don't you. Spin He's the comfortable. Story. Let's say he, he, he was not comfortable. Let's say you're just not married yet. And and you know how much Why we're you have to do that, Simon? Because we're great friends. We work together. Mm. You know, everything is clear. And he says, I don't want Simon. I, I don't mean, like that first Honestly, dude. forsaking all others, if it really, really came down to that, I would not invite somebody that my husband doesn't want there. It's his day, too. It's even, not just my day. Even your French dude. Well, I love you. I hope, we can, the love? I hope we can work it out. Just I do, but I just, I just want to say one thing. Yes. If I do get married and any woman listening who will be marrying me said, don't invite Angie or Jill... You're not going to marry me. Let it's me, different. Let me, you can't, I just you can't compare those. You're I comparing apples and oranges because we work together every day. We're like well, family. Yes, this is a to. dude that just comes in and out of her work that she knows. She, it's it's her friend, but it's not his friend. You see what I'm saying? Like, the, I think that is the differentiating factor here. I mean. But it comes with a package for me. I'm, I'm sorry. 
But I'm I'm not I'm not sure I'm if, right, but okay, it just so I stuck with my heart. If if my husband was uncomfortable with a coworker that I adore, yeah, I would make sure I did everything I could to make him comfortable with that person. Me too. I wouldn't keep making it a separate issue. I would be like, we're going out to dinner, we're going out for drinks, we're gonna hash this out, we're gonna figure it out because I love this person and I really like my coworker and I really want them there. They're special to me too. So let's just figure this all out. And get it all out on the table, whatever the issue is, and try to make everybody as comfortable as possible Okay. before I made that call. But, okay, then. Okay, but okay, listen, Angie. after all that, if he still is adamant, forsaking all others, Simon, husband comes first. I can find a new coworker. <laughs> I couldn't find another Angie. I'm, I couldn't find I another find Simon. Another Angie. I couldn't find another Neither Simon. Other you coming with me? I also am like on a personal level. I would never marry somebody that was that jealous <laughs> yeah. of, of of men that I'm around every day. I so mean, that's a completely different story. But at the end of the day, Allie, we wish you the best of luck. Absolutely, with, with you and your uh, husband to be. Yes, best and, of luck. And Jason, the guy that uh, wants to get with you on the side. Figure no, it okay. out. <laughs> All right, no. more Rendezvous with Simon and Angie next. Thanks so much for being with us tonight on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. All the love, dating, romance, and relationship issues we talked about tonight, topics we talked about. If you missed them, we were probably talking about your problem, yes. and you missed it. Don't do that again. But <laughs> if you did, go to simonandangie.com, check out our podcast. You can hear everything, such as... The date that you had, Simon, yes, um, and her asking all these questions. Why have you not been married? What is going on? First yeah. date. No, 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 no. Yeah. Take the time to yeah. get to know the person. Yes. And also, uh, Allie's call we just had about um, you know wanting to invite one of her male co-workers, business acquaintance, to the wedding, but the fiancé does not want the dude there. What does she do? And uh-huh. we also talked about Zach's date or dump email that came into simonandangie.com about his broke as a joke date <laughs> kept saying, hey, I'm broke. I can't pay for anything. And that's where your Simon Says came in. Thanks, Angie. I said, if you date, says to you, they have money problem, ask yourself if you want to become the ATM machine. Mm-hmm. And then you decide. Because she was very, you know, open and honest about, I need this, I need this, I don't have this, I'm not good with money. You know what that means down the road? Soon. Very soon. Very, very soon. ATM. Four ATM, digits. ATM. Exactly. Enter your PIN. What do you need now? Rent, <laughs> car, telephone Tires, bills, automobiles. Houses, rent. Yeah. The list goes on and on. Thank you so much. Simon's Wisdom. I mean, it, it, it goes forever, and you can Thank always you. find Simon Says quotes. Print mm-hmm. them out. Stick them up in your cubicle. Put them on your fridge. Whatever you need to remind yourself. You can find all of those on our social, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Simon and Angie. Just search that. Uh-huh. Thanks so much for being with us tonight. We look forward to chatting with you more on the next Rendezvous. Bonne nuit, Angie. Bonne nuit, Simon. The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor.